Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 230 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to finish up our talk about things that we should teach our kids about money. Okay, and I've talked all this week about different things that you should teach your kids about money. Uh, I began the week by talking about uh, the uses of money and what money is. Right? Then I went into uh, the differences between saving and investing and why it's important to do both, but they have uh, very distinct meanings and very distinct reasons that we will do them in our financial lives. I talked about that. Uh, then I went on to talk about debt and why debt is a bad thing and why debt keeps us uh, from actually reaching our long-term financial goals and why we should articulate that to our children. Uh, then I went on in yesterday's episode to talk about budgeting uh, and why we should teach our kids budgeting and how we should go about uh, explaining a budget to our children and the importance of a budget to our children. And then today I'm going to wrap up the week by saying that we need to teach our kids about two big things that very few people understand, and that is taxes and insurance. Because so many of us get into our adult lives without understanding each of these things, right? And we're very lost when uh, we find out how much is taken out of our paycheck or find out, uh, you know, how much insurance actually costs in uh, different instances, right? So we need to be able to articulate this to our children so that they're prepared and that they understand exactly what they are getting into. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need someone to help you to build a financial plan that is specific to you and your family's needs and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Uh, just go to any of the major social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, send me a message and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions. And we can begin working together, creating financial goals uh, that you can achieve and then ultimately pushing you on towards long-term financial freedom. So unfortunately for all of us, Right? We get paid some check, right? Many of us get paid uh, some check, some uh, amount, some salary, or maybe it's hourly or whatever, right? But we get paid some check, uh, and out of that check immediately uh, comes a boatload of taxes and a boatload of insurances, right? Uh, and then what we're left with doesn't look even close uh, to what we began with. And this is something that uh, a lot of people get into their adult years and they are baffled by the amount of money that ends up getting spent on taxes and insurance. And so I want to help explain today and help you to explain to your children what taxes and insurances are, right? And then the different types that you will have to pay and then the different types that you need, when, especially when it comes to uh, different insurances, okay? But I think at the baseline, they need to understand just uh, some basic definitions. And I think you can explain taxes to your children in this way. Taxes are something uh, that the government will take from you, right? They take this from your check, uh, or there is also sales tax, right? When you purchase some item, uh, they take some tax there, right? There are all these different types of taxes, uh, but typically they take tax from your check, right? From the income that you make, and then they use those taxes for different things. They use those taxes uh, to fund different things, uh, both federally and at the state level. So uh, they fund things like uh, your roads, right? When you drive on roads, that's uh, where some of your tax money goes. 
uh, or they'll fund uh, things like Social Security or Medicare uh, that are these different programs that help older people, right? Or they'll fund even Medicaid, right? Which is for lower income individuals and disabled people, right? And so we have to explain to our kids uh, that our taxes are taken from a government entity and used for whatever the government entity sees fit to use those taxes for. And some of those taxes are used efficiently and some of them are not, but you still have to pay them nonetheless, right? And they are set by uh, either your state or your federal government or your local government or whatever, but you can be taxed at all of those levels, the federal, the state, and the local level. Okay, so that is something that we can uh, say to our kids as far as taxes goes. Now, obviously, uh, make that age appropriate uh, and then uh, allow them to understand a little better exactly what you mean. Uh, if you say federal to a, say, you know, a seven or eight year old, they're not going to know what federal government means or they might. I don't, I don't know. They may know what federal government means, but uh, just make it age specific. But you have to make them to know right, that there is a government that takes this money out of your check uh, and uses it for different things uh, that are for um, the common good or try to be for uh, the common good overall. And then if you want to tell your kids anything else you think about taxes, go ahead and I'll tell them whatever I think about taxes. That's fine, but I'm not going to uh, push that on any of you guys in today's episode. So uh, that's where I'm going to leave that. But then if you want to explain to your child what insurance is, right, what a type of insurance is, right? It is something that you pay for. It is a uh, product that you pay for, right? That allows something to happen uh, that is unforeseen, okay? Something that you don't necessarily expect to happen. And then a company, whoever you are paying uh, for this particular service or product, right? Uh, They will pay for whatever occurred in some way, shape, or form. Okay, and then obviously uh, we'll get into the other types of insurances. Uh, But at the baseline, that's what it is, right? You are paying for protection. You are paying so that if something happens that you don't expect, uh, that thing can be paid for at least in part. Okay, so that is what we should tell our kids about taxes and insurance. Now, what types of taxes do we pay specifically? And what do those look like? Okay, well, specifically coming out of your check, because I just really want to talk about the things that come out of your check, uh, because those are the things that are actually going to come out of your budget. And I think those are really important to explain to our children if we're going to talk to them about budgeting. Okay. So things that come out of your check, uh, obviously you have federal taxes. Okay. And those are set by the federal government. Okay. And you have to pay some percentage of your income to the federal government in taxes. Okay. That's pretty straightforward. Okay, tell them that the federal government is the government of the entire country, of the entire U.S., right? You are paying that government a percentage of what you make. And then there are the payroll taxes. Now, if you are not self-employed, you will pay a payroll tax of 7.65%, and that goes to Social Security and Medicare. And you can explain to them that Social Security uh, pays older people money uh, when they get to a particular age uh, to help sustain them. And Social Security also helps disabled individuals uh, and pays them money uh, if they need it to live. Okay, And then you can explain to them that Medicare uh, helps to deal with the health of the older people. Right, It helps them to um, you know, be able to continue to get health care even in their older age. Okay, They pay into that year after year after year after year. And then not only do you have the payroll taxes and your federal taxes, you also have state and local taxes. Okay, so your state may tax you. 
And you may explain to them uh, that your state might not have a state income tax. Like the state of Texas, uh, where I am, there is no state income tax. So I would tell my child, hey, there is no state income tax here. So we don't have to pay taxes to our state. We only pay taxes to our federal government. Now, our state can charge us for other things, but they do not specifically take it out of our check. Okay, so those are the different types of taxes that I think it's very important uh, to tell your kids about because, right, let, let's, let's not worry so much about uh, exactly what types to tell them or how to tell them or whatever, but why should we tell them? Why should we tell them uh, about these different types of taxes? Why should we tell them that taxes exist at all? Because they need to understand, uh, especially as they get closer and closer to a point where maybe they're about to go off to college or move out of your house or whatever, they need to understand what taxes look like uh, because when they get that first check, and they realize that that gross pay didn't match up with that net pay, and they're wondering exactly why that is the case, that it's taxes, right? And they will know where their money went. Again, I think it's extremely important for us to know, and then subsequently for our children to know, where their money goes. And even if uh, it's not something that you have a choice on, Right? Because obviously when we budget our, our income and uh, determine what we want to spend money on, right, we can make some decisions that are up to us. right. Uh, but those specific decisions uh, aren't always in play. It's not always uh, up to us exactly how much we get to spend on certain things. And taxes is one of those things that we uh, are left out of the loop. right? We don't have a choice as to how much we pay in taxes. Uh, it is already set for us and we must pay that amount. And so your children need to know uh, that you can't dodge taxes. You can't not pay taxes or else you will be in trouble with the IRS. You have to pay your taxes. And then not only do you have to pay your taxes out of your income, every single year you have to file a tax return. Okay. And explain to them, I think some of the simplest forms you can explain a tax return is basically uh, you reporting to the government what you made and then any of these specific deductions, and you can go as deep as you want on deductions, but basically reporting to the government what you made and what you paid in taxes uh, in order for them to determine if you paid enough, you didn't pay enough, uh, or you paid too much in taxes, okay? And then they can send you a tax refund if you paid too much. They can charge you for more taxes if you didn't pay enough. And then if you paid the exact right amount, then uh, you're all good. Okay, so you can explain that process to them as well. Again, go as deep as you want based on the particular age uh, and the place that they're at. Obviously, this is going to be way more beneficial uh, to kids that are getting older, to kids that are moving into their teenage years, who are uh, you know, starting to understand the world a little better, right? And you can teach them about these things and you can show them when you file your taxes, what it looks like and the time it takes and the things that you have to do and things you have to put together and uh, what all is taxable and what all isn't, right? You can go into all the minutiae that you want uh, with your child, but what they need to understand is that you have to pay taxes, you have to file a tax return, end of story, right? And so expect that to be the case. You can expect to pay taxes, okay? I think that's very, very important uh, to get across to our children. Then, I'm gonna spend a little more time here, uh, but you have to get across to them that there are insurances that are necessary, right? You have to pay for certain types of insurance because it is absolutely necessary that you do so. And not having certain types of insurances is either illegal, right? Meaning you must have these certain types of insurance or it's very, uh, 
imprudent to not have these different types of insurances, okay? Uh, so we need to explain to them some of the types of insurances that you cannot go without. And again, I explained uh, earlier how you should go about telling them that insurance is something that you pay for uh, that will cover something that's unforeseen if it were to occur. And you can explain this better when you talk about the specific types. So let's do that, right? So the first type of insurance that we have to have, right, probably one of the most mandatory types, is if you have a car, you have to pay car insurance, you have to pay for car insurance and you can talk to your kid about how much car insurance is uh, but something that you should really get across to them is that one you have to have it and then two the price of it and this is true with most insurances the price of it is impacted by uh, your history it's impacted by how well you have driven if you get into a bunch of wrecks your car insurance is only going to go up right? Uh, if you get a lot of speeding tickets, your car insurance is only going to go up, right? If you have things like that on your record, it's going to become more expensive to operate your vehicle. So you want to keep from getting tickets. You want to keep from uh, doing things like getting into wrecks or, uh, you know, drinking and driving. That's never a good idea, right? Uh, so helping them to understand exactly what car insurance is and helping them to know that, hey, if you do get into a wreck, what car insurance does is it covers uh, at least a certain amount of the liability of you getting hit, right? Uh, or if you hit someone else. And then you don't have to have insurance on your own car for if you hit somebody else. And you can talk to them about liability versus collision coverage. Again, this can be more applicable to kids who are in their teenage years or pushing their teenage years, and they can understand this a bit better. But it's important to have the conversation. It's important to talk about these specific types of insurances because when uh, you know a kid thinks that they're going to make you know fifty thousand dollars a year in their first job and oh i'm gonna have plenty of money laying around it's not going to be a problem and then they realize that they've got a hundred dollars here for insurance and all these taxes taken out and uh, you know we've got this health insurance that we have to pay and we're you know gonna buy life insurance and we need uh, all these different things right that are going to be necessary right but we weren't necessarily expecting and we don't want it to be a surprise to our kids when they have to pay some of these things okay so auto insurance is the first type uh, that we want to talk about then you have to explain to them that if they are going to own a home or rent a place right they have to have insurance they have to have either homeowners insurance or renters insurance okay and what does that homeowner or renters insurance do right it covers your home or the place that you rent and the things within that place, right? If your home were to burn down, right? Or the place that you're renting, if it were to burn down, or if, uh, in some cases, you, know, you have uh, the insurance against flooding, right? And uh, if your home were to flood, or the place that you're renting were to flood, or uh, you know, if a tornado tears it down, or whatever, right? Uh, you have insurance against that, uh, and you must pay uh, those types of insurances. Now, uh, just about any place that you rent now is going to force you to have some type of renter's insurance, which I think is a good thing, uh, because when you own a home, you have to have homeowner's insurance. It must happen, okay? So you have to explain to your children that these are specific insurances that you absolutely must have. And then, I think you can spend a lot of time on health insurance, okay, and how you have to pay for health insurance, and how they can be on your health insurance under the current uh, laws under the current administration under uh, current rules they can be on your health insurance until age 26 and then when they hit age 26 they have to come off 
of your health insurance, right? Uh, they have to get off and they have to uh, be on their own and health insurance is not cheap. Health insurance is actually quite costly and they need to know that. They need to know that health insurance is quite costly and they need to know that they should expect to have to pay it. They should expect that that is a cost that they're going to have and it's likely to be one of the biggest costs that will come out of their check every single month uh, when they're making whatever income they're making because health insurance is very typically offered by your employer. Okay, uh, and they need to understand that this is going to be a big cost to them. And if they don't understand this cost and they don't expect this cost uh, to come and they have uh, all these payments or they have, uh, you know, a bunch of unnecessary expenses or whatever, and then they have to be on their own health insurance. Uh, it can be very, very detrimental to uh, their budget. It can be detrimental to their ability uh, to, you know, manage their money properly and manage their money well over the long term if they did not expect to have uh, health insurance as something that they need to pay. Then I think it's important to also talk to your kids uh, about life insurance, right? And what life insurance is and how life insurance is something that you can buy for yourself uh, that if you were to pass away, it can leave money to uh, your family. It can leave money to your kids, to your spouse, things like that. And how important term life insurance is, meaning uh, that you can pay for life insurance you know, monthly or annually or whatever over a fixed term uh, and they will cover you over that term and they will pay out a specific amount to whomever you are choosing to leave the life insurance money to. And you can just explain to them how that is very important. If somebody relies on your income, uh, that you should have life insurance. You should have insurance in place in order to take care of those who come behind you. Okay. So there are other types of insurances that you can talk about with your kids, obviously, right? But those are some that uh, either one are going to be absolutely necessary and absolutely vital, uh, or two, uh, those are some that you are going to need uh, if you are in specific situations in your life, okay? Uh, so keep those in mind. Explain to your kids as best you can. Uh, maybe the costs of those kind of go down the line and see what average costs are, kind of tell them what to expect, show them what to expect. You know, I told you uh, in yesterday's episode when I said sit down and work through like a mock budget based on average numbers and based on what you can expect, you know, given uh, the averages in the U.S. or the averages in your area, right? We'll do the same with insurances, right? Go through and uh, deduct the different insurances based on the averages and take out taxes based on the averages. And doing this will help your child to see more clearly. Again, this particular conversation is not necessarily for five-year-olds, right? This is going to be for 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds who need to understand that this is coming, that this is on the horizon for them, okay? And the better that they understand this, the more equipped they will be to step into their own financial life, their own financial journey, uh, and thrive, right? But if they don't know that these things are coming, uh, it may be a hard road to home when they're, uh, you know, purchasing a bunch of things that they shouldn't purchase with a bunch of money that they actually don't even have uh, because they're going to have all of these other expenses and costs that they didn't even see coming. Okay, so we need to be very intentional with our kids and especially our teenage kids in preparing them to jump into the place where they are managing their own money for the first time. Now, for the remainder of this episode, I just want to do a little recap, okay? I want to just remind you guys of some of the big things that I think throughout the course of this week uh, are vital for your children to learn and that you need to spend some time talking to them about. Because if you don't spend your time talking to your kids about these types of things, I'm not saying to harp on it every day, and I'm not saying uh, that it has to be done all the time, every day, every week, whatever. Uh, but when you are given the opportunity, you should talk to your kids about these things. And if you don't, 
right? You are going to leave your kids vulnerable to making bad financial decisions. Uh, and I think that's the last thing that we want. We want our kids to be good financially. And we wish that people would have taught us these things earlier. I hear all the time uh, the excuse of, oh, well, they should teach these things in school. Why don't they teach these things in school? Blah, blah, blah. That's true. But you should also be taught these things at home, right? Your parents should sit down with you and take the initiative to teach you about money. Because for a long time, it's been taboo to talk to your kids about money. And that has to go away. It has to go away that it's taboo to talk to your kids about money. We have to start intentionally teaching our children something that is going to be vital to them every single day, right? We want them to know their math homework and their English homework and their social studies homework and uh, their science homework, whatever, right? We, we harp on that really hard and we need to make good grades and all this type, these types of things, which is fine, right? But we also need to harp on the fact that we need real life skills. We need to understand how the real world works. And one of the ways in which the real world works uh, that we do not talk to them much about it all uh, is their finances and is uh, showing them your finances and teaching them some things based on your situations and taking the time to help them to learn lessons that need to be learned uh, now while they are at home and while they can uh, you know, observe you living out your financial life instead of going out into the world and messing up and then having to be wounded by that mess up uh, and have to figure things out on the other side of that. We need to teach them lessons so they can avoid tragedy, if at all possible, and avoid making some of the bad decisions that uh, so many people are making day after day after day. If we teach them well, and we live out good financial habits well, and they observe that, uh, then it's far more likely that our kids are going to be good at managing their finances, okay? So let's just backtrack and go over some of the things that we talked about this week uh, and things that you need to talk to your kids about. You need to tell your kids what money is, right? They need to understand uh, what money is and how we use it to uh, exchange with one another, how we use it to buy things, uh, how it is a tool, uh, but it should not be the end-all, be-all in our lives. We should not worship money, but it is necessary. We need to talk to them about the three uses of money, how you can really only do three things you can really only give, save, and spend your money, right? And giving your money can be uh, to people or organizations that you believe in, but it's the best that you will ever be with money is when you are giving generously. Uh, that saving and or investing is something that is necessary in order to uh, put money aside uh, in case a rainy day comes or for your future, right? Growing money for your future is absolutely necessary as well. Uh, and then uh, the spending portion is broken into needs and wants, right? You have to pay for all of your needs, but then anything that's left after you've paid for your needs and you've given and saved and invested, uh, you can purchase wants and you can pay for any wants that you want to um, be a part of, okay? So giving, saving, and spending are vital to our kids' understanding of money. And then they need to understand the differences between saving and investing. They need to understand that saving and investing are not the same thing. That saving money is for uh, either precaution, right? Meaning that uh, we're putting money away in an emergency fund in case something bad were to happen. We are insuring against tragedy, right? So we have some money set aside uh, or we're saving money in order to purchase some specific item. We're saving money in order to purchase a car. We're saving money uh, to go to college or we're saving money um, to purchase some 
um, you know, item that we want, something that may be of a particular cost that we want to purchase. And so we're saving up in order uh, to buy that thing. But investing is growing your money. It is a longer term view, right? Saving seems to be a shorter term view, maybe uh, a few years tops, right? But investing, we want to be investing over the long term. If you can't invest your money for at least five years, you don't need to be investing in. And we invest our money for things like uh, college. We invest our money for things like uh, retirement. We invest our money uh, for any number of things that are longer term that we can put money away and not worry about it going down in value in the short term because uh, the things that we invest in are volatile in the short term, but very smooth and upward trending in the long term. Then we need to make clear to our kids that debt is bad. Right? We need to talk to them about the different types of debt. Talk to them specifically about car loans and student loans and, uh, you know, and credit card debt and things that hold people back uh, from being able to live out their financial dreams. And debt is that. Debt is what is going to hold you back from living your long-term financial dreams. It's going to be a strain on your cash flow. Right? And it's going to be something that keeps you from getting to where you want to be. And for us as parents, it is something that keeps us uh, on the hook for whatever our kids do uh, because they are more likely to stay at home if they have debt. They're more likely uh, to not get married, not have kids earlier. Uh, they're more likely to come and try to borrow money from you uh, if they have a lot of debt because it is a strain on your child's cash flow if they get deeply into debt. So we need to teach them that debt is bad and that if you uh, go into debt for something like a mortgage, which I say is fine to go into debt for a mortgage, right? Uh, that it should be as short a term as possible. Uh, you should get the best uh, deal that you can. And you shouldn't go just trying to you know, build up your credit score by all means possible. If you need a credit score, then build it up, do it in the safest way that you can uh, in order to get a mortgage. And then don't worry about the freaking credit score because credit scores do not matter over the long term. They do not tell me anything about your wealth. And then I talked about budgeting, right? Uh, our kids need to understand that you can only spend what you make. There's a finite amount of money uh, that you can spend and that finite amount is based on whatever you make. And you need to budget for the three uses of money. You need to budget for your giving, right? You need to take your income at the top of the budget, budget for your giving, budget for your saving and investing, right? Have that as a line item and uh, maybe your 401ks, your IRAs are in there, your emergency fund, whatever you are saving or investing for at that time uh, is within that portion. Uh, then you get to all of your expenses. You need to put money into each of the different uh, you know, line items that you have and be very specific in your budget and then work all the way down to a zero base budget all the way down to where you started with a certain amount of income right and you have given every single dollar of that income a name and now you are left with zero at the very bottom of the budget and that doesn't mean that you've spent everything that there is right it just means that you have allocated it into specific places on purpose and then you need to track your spending take advantage of the fact that there are many budget trackers and expense trackers that you can use nowadays and track your expenses and pay attention to whether or not you're actually keeping up with the budget that you made or not. And then lastly, we need to be able to talk to our kids about taxes and insurance, okay? Um, taxes and insurance are things that creep up on people. They, they creep up on adults. Those costs creep up on adults. So what makes you think that they won't creep up on somebody who is going to work their first job uh, and gets their first check and they're like, oh my goodness, wh where did this come from? Well, shouldn't I make a whole lot more than this, right? We need to be very transparent as to the types of things that your child can expect. And the more intentional we are, the more that we talk to them about the things that they should expect, the more that we uh, give them real life information, real life 
access to things that are uh, going to occur to them, right? They're going to have to pay taxes. They're going to have to pay for insurance. They're going to uh, make a certain amount of money and have to allocate it in different areas. Uh, they're going to have to save and invest. They're going to have to understand how they can use money and understand what money is. The more that we give them these real tangible things that they can work off of and understand, uh, the more likely they are going to be financially successful over the long term. And that's all we want. Right? We want our kids to be financially successful. We don't want their money to be everything that they think about. We don't want uh, them to be consumed by the idea of money. But we want them to be responsible. And we want them to be effective in how they work with their money. And as you raise your kids... Uh, from a young age, just give them some exposure to money one way or another. Give them some exposure to money and increase that exposure over time and have them work, have them earn their own money, have them uh, really understand uh, that tie between work and money and understand that uh, this is something that I work for and they can take a little more pride in that. Okay, sit them down and walk them through some of the exercises of budgeting, right, of writing down exactly the goals that they have for their money and the things that they want to do with their money and have them actually act it out, have them actually do it. Teach them some really good financial lessons that will stick with them over the long term and then you are likely to benefit from this and not having to sustain your children over the long term and your children can go out and be good stewards and good managers of their money and I think that's all any of us want uh, when we teach our kids about money management principles. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Uh, just go to any of the major social media sites at MNO with Dylan uh, and message me and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions. And we can start creating some financial goals for you, working together and helping you to reach long term financial freedom, which is my goal for everyone who listens to or watches watches this show on a daily basis. So tune in Monday as I continue talking about personal finance topics that I think can be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.